Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for tuning in for another episode of You Won't with Mike and Frank. Um, we are back here on March 2nd, a day after Mike's birthday. Happy birthday, Michael. Thank you. It was a good one, that's for sure. What'd you do? What was uh what was on the docket yesterday? It was pretty much a dream day for me. It was <laughs> uh three movies, a lot of relaxation, some great mac and cheese, some pulled pork, some sushi for dinner, and a little dessert uh at night with a few little candles. So it was a dream day for me. A lot of relaxation, watched some great movies, watched uh The Fan with Robert De Niro. Have you ever heard of this? It was a no. recommendation from Russo. It was one of the most outrageous movies I've ever watched about a just a diehard sports fan who becomes obsessed with the players. And then it takes a very creepy twist and it becomes obsessive. And it goes a lot of different angles that I was not expecting that movie to end the way it did. So interesting. Old I think movie. I've heard it came of that. In the 90s. Yeah, I think I've heard of it. I've definitely never seen it, but I've, I've definitely heard of that movie. Yeah, so that was a very random one. Enjoyable watch, though. Of course, watch Civil War, and then also watched... Uh, right. What else did I watch? There was your another Aven- one in there. Avengers kick, that's right. Yeah, yep, yep. Keeping that moving. So we're on to... Uh, what? What is the next one? It is... Oh, Spider-Man Homecoming. We got to try and find it because it's not on Disney+. Plus. But uh, he is definitely by far the best Spider-Man. Tom no, Hardy. Let's we'll not discuss even... that at another time. Not Tom Hardy. I know we got different... Tom... Oh, not Tom. <laughs> yeah, idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what else is new? Well, um, what's his name? What's his name? Yeah, Tom. Uh, what's his name, Mike? Tom, Come on, he's uh, the best. He's the best Spider-Man. I'm yeah, not his name is Spider. His name is Peter Parker because that's the only <laughs> way to refer to him as because he's the best one by far. I love but how we uh, the other day I said to you that um, I saw it was on Instagram. I saw like um, this account I follow did like the best dance scenes of in movies, and uh, it was a one of. Um, Peter Parker and the original Spider-Man three uh, dancing on the street. And it's like, it's what he's all cocky and stuff. And it's, it's literally the worst scene. I remember seeing that in theaters and being like, like just horrified by what I was watching. It's like it the worst the, dancing. It was the best thing you could have seen. Cause it kicked that whole emo mood. If even when I thought yeah. about going yeah. emo in middle school or high school, you saw the way he was dancing. And you're like, yeah, nope, not going to go the emo route. Yeah, exactly. um, and it's Tom Holland, by the way, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland yeah. So I was close. I got the initials correct. A little TH, but um, watch that. I, I don't know why I'm trying to blank on the third movie I watched uh, on the birthday, but it was good. It was a, a great day for me to ring in 32. I'm, um, I'm feeling old, man. It was after a round of golf on Sunday where it was wet conditions, so it was cart path only. Again, the lower back, the calves. I feel like I made these same complaints last time I played, and it was cart path only. I'm just not built for it. I'm a cart. I'm a cart guy. Like you can't. It's pretty sad. You are getting old when um, you get sore from walking from your cart to your ball, which you know is just like it's not that far of a walk it's not like you put that many steps on on your on your belt i mean i definitely would have closed the rings if i was wearing a fitbit i would have closed them all i was taking a lot of steps out there and not necessarily like i was playing bad it's just some of the holes the way they're lined up the card is on the complete opposite side of where you want to put the ball so what am i gonna do you just gotta be better you know you you want that's what i was saying i don't (laughs) think that was necessarily the case even though it kind of was great front nine little 40 was feeling good hit all my putts I needed to from within, you know, about eight feet, was burying them, feeling great. Vizzy's got a little bit to me, I would say. Uh, okay, that back that's nine. fair, on your birthday. Thank you, wet condition. So I just started uh, 
putting a little bunch of Jason Duffners out there and just duffing everything <laughs> left and right. And it was brutal. Ended up with a 46 on the back to, you know, get it, get in that 86 range, which I'm usually not going to complain about, but I've been on a steady push where I've been in the low eighties. So I was a little upset, a little upset, but not really got over it very quickly once we got home and ate some pulled pork out of the crock pot. Yeah. So I think the, the, the biggest take of me for t- biggest takeaway for me of your birthday was when I was texting you on Sunday evening and, and uh, Liz had posted the dinner on Instagram and I was like, wow, that looks great. You got mac and cheese, you got pulled pork, you had some sweet potato fries, I think. Right. Oh yeah. Yes. In the air fryer. Delicious. Yeah. And I said to you, by the way, air fryer, I'm, I've recently, I don't have an air fryer, but um, Allison's mom does need it. So I've recently like experienced the air fryer and yeah, like I, I'm all in on the air fryer. Very it's a good. game changer. Yeah. It is so good. You yeah. could, I mean, just literally Anything, go buy a everything. potato for 99 cents, chop that bad boy up, yeah, a little olive oil, salt and pepper, throw it in for 15 minutes. You got a beautiful batch of French fries. Yeah. So, so yeah. So anyways, I see all these, this food and I, I text you. I said, wow, you know, like that looks delicious. Liz really, uh, really uh, went all out for you. Like happy birthday. And you go, I said, we got their pulled pork, mac and cheese, whipped fries. And you go, yeah, with a, with a side of scoops. And I said, scoops, what are scoops? Like not really understanding what you, you meant by that. And you go like the Tostitos and I died, man. I almost fell off my couch laughing and I, I sent it to Allison too. And she was dying because we were like, <laughs> wait, what? You have all this food, but you have a side of scoops. absolutely are you kidding me when you can then just grab a scoop you go a little pulled pork you take the fork you throw a little mac and cheese right on top i got my own homemade little mac and cheese bites filled with pulled pork so it is unbelievable and that crunch believe it or not it's such a fabulous addition it's a phenomenal addition to the bite so i highly recommend it to all the listeners it's not necessarily you're making it a full nacho form but you're only doing your little individual mac and everything cheese comes crunch. back to nachos for it, you. i like, mean because I mean, they complete every meal and like i have no hearing about it and you know you explain it to me now like i'm all in for it like i have nothing bad to say about it it was just it just caught me off guard i thought it was really really funny that you added chips to this and i just i mean listen you're brilliant. I think, I think it's a brilliant move. I think you're going to be remembered when people look back and go, what did Mike contribute to society? He contributed nachos. That's what the greatest form of food ever created. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. I'm glad you had a good, a good birthday. Um, and yeah, it wouldn't be complete without watching three movies for you. I feel like that's just yep. like the so, way. Again, yeah. it was my dream day. I, I don't know how it could have got better. Some phenomenal gifts. Got myself a pair of joggers. Thank you very nice. much, Elizabeth. So I, I, I took first your pair advice. joggers. First pair. I really thought, you know, when it gets tight and closes near the ankle, it was not going to be an enjoyable experience. Was so wrong. Yep, they are fantastic. You. They're warmer. If anything, I'm getting the fuzzies all over the legs, which is even better. But they're so also somewhat stylish. They're also, I, you know what I mean? Like you can put them on in the morning, feel comfortable, yet you don't feel like a, a complete waste. Right? I couldn't agree more. I'm going to throw in a nice jersey, go run my errands, and I'm <laughs> well, good to well, go, ready to operate, baby. Well, if you want to get into this, we certainly can. But let's just close the joggers. Everyone out there who thinks joggers are stupid or are, you know, you know, don't look good or whatever, you're wrong. 
because they are the best invention. They look nice. They feel nice. Everything about them is nice. But the Jersey conversation, I believe, <laughs> I believe I, I won this debate. I believe I locked it up. I took the key. I put it in the hole. I locked it up and I threw it away. The, the, the people have voted. I forget the exact, I think it was like 54, 46 or 52, 40. It was really close. It was, um, I was, but disappointed. our Instagram poll showed that the listeners, now there was some caveats in there, some messages that we received on Instagram from a few people that saying like, depends on the situation. Um, you know, I'm not going to be wearing it out in public, but to maybe a sports bar. And I think, I think Liz, right. had. I don't, where did she go with this? I know she was on the fence. She was. So I think she was kind of like, it's a yes and a no answer here. She's like, do I agree with Frank in the sense you shouldn't be wearing this out to the food store or running errands or maybe a holiday party? Yeah, no, don't wear a jersey. You're an adult now. All right. (laughs) You have a bunch of button ups in the closet. Let's uh, let's actually utilize them. Where she disagreed, though, is it's still acceptable outside of just a sporting event. Like, you don't have to just be at the arena or the stadium to enjoy a great jersey. You go into a sports bar to watch the game, rock the jersey. You go into somebody's house to watch the big game, rock a jersey. So it's still acceptable in some instances. I would say the one where it's not, and it's a pretty funny story, it's actually one of the only times me and my brother, like, truly fought like it was a fist fight like i feel <laughs> this, very fortunate and lucky story that i that i um that was commented on our instagram post is it was because okay. the jerseys tie into it and this is a situation it was i think a saturday morning so james bond had just came out i think it was one of the first ones of daniel craig so okay. this is we're back in high school Amazing. maybe in that area or we're probably in like ninth grade and my brother's like a senior in high school and I know this because it's crucial to the story. This is the time I think he was on a cycle with steroids. So he had a little bit of a roid rage in him, but that's all right. Okay, we okay. move past X, he still denies it, but bullshit. Anyway, it's a little <laughs> Saturday morning. My father is like, let's go see James Bond tomorrow. That's great. My mom, Friday night, is like, maybe you should go tonight and get the ticket so it's not sold out. And we're like, no, it's okay. We'll go early in the morning. We we'll, won't have an issue. So Saturday morning, I come down the stairs. I'm in a sweet Chad Pennington Jets jersey, ready for the weekend. Jets had a big game on that Sunday. I come down to my dad in a Jets Chad Pennington jersey and my brother in a Giants Jeremy Shockey jersey. Okay. So I say, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go change. And they're like, well, no, Mike, come on. Like, we have to go. We have to go. I go, well, no, I'm not showing up to the movie theater as a peewee football team. Uh, well, the three of us are all rocking football jerseys. <laughs> well, exactly, Mike. Wait, 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 wait. Dio, Dio, let me, <laughs> let, me, let me jump in here before you finish the story because – yeah, you look like a bunch of idiots walking around with three jerseys on. So, of course, you have to go change. Actually, all of you should go change. There's, you shouldn't go to a movie in a jersey. I, I mean, I thought it was a great attire for the evening or the, the, the afternoon. I thought, you know, and this is where I'm seeing my family clearly thought the same way as well. And my dad and brother also rocking it. But as a team, that's a no-go. That's where I'm with you. I'll draw the line. We're not going to the game. We're not even going to a sports bar to watch the game. We're going to the movie theater. So I go, I'm going to go change. And they're like, are you kidding me? Come on. We got to go, Mike. We got to go. And I'm like, I'm going to go change. It'll take three seconds. So go up, change, come back down literally within two minutes. Not even. So then we go, we get to the theater. It's packed. Parking lots of zoo. You can't go anywhere. So my dad pulls up in front. Chris runs in. We're sitting there waiting. My brother comes out all angry. You see it in his face. He's Uh furious. He's furious. Gets in the car, slams the door shut. He goes, it's fucking sold out. And we don't usually curse in front of my dad. 
But this is a situation where it was like, my brother felt it was appropriate. And my dad kind of agrees with him in this sense. And he's like, God damn it. All right. And I'm like, oh, okay. And Chris then goes, Mike had to go fucking change. He had to change oh his jersey. God. And that's why we didn't get it. So now I start laughing. So I'm like, that's the biggest joke of all time. And this is what set it off. I couldn't believe it. And I'm still mad at him to this day for it. My dad agrees. Oh, my. That's ridiculous. And he's like, did you really have to go change? So yeah, you now, did. The whole you, car ride. Your team is a freaking peewee football team, you idiot. Thank you. Yeah, the Porcelli peewee football is coming in to watch James Bond. So now me, as the younger brother, and now really pissed off that my dad just agreed with my brother on this, I'm, I'm chirping nonstop from the back. Because I see how pissed off the two of them. And I'm like, guys, are we really going to let this ruin our day? Because we couldn't go see James Bond today. So that's all I keep saying. Like, oh, man, good thing this is the last day ever. James Bond is going to be playing. We're never going to see this movie ever again now. How are we going to survive? Just being super obnoxious because I was so pissed off that they were blaming me right. for us not seeing it today. So we get home. My mom's like, what happened? How was the movie? <laughs> oh, we're like, oh, it was sold out. And I say to my mom, and this is what was great. So my brother starts storming up the stairs. I go, well, if Chris would have went and got the tickets last night, like you suggested, we would be sitting there enjoying it right now. And he goes, it's uh -oh. my fault. It's my fault. And he comes sprinting down the stairs, tackles me through the front door, cocks back the fist, ready to just truly knock me out. I'm scared shitless because I know I'm done <laughs> at this point. I pushed it too far. I hear my mom yelling, oh, my God, the neighbors. Because uh -oh. that's neighbors. all she cares about at that point. Who cares if I'm put into a coma? The neighbors can't know the family is fighting. And my dad comes flying out, tackles my brother off of me. And he's like, cut it out. But that was one of the most epic, uh, you know, battles and fights we had. And it was over the fucking movie theater where my brother is a completely different animal. He needs to get to the theater so early. It's pathetic. He wants to sit there, be there an hour early, get his popcorn. And watch and go all, through the, all the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the trailers and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. But so that's where, you know, I go back and wow. forth. I digress this is, because- um... This is yeah. this is shocking. It's surprising. I don't know your brother that well, but that just is way too aggressive. Oh God. You think? I mean, and this and is I, what brought me back to the roid rage. I would I would say missing the movie um, is is worth it compared to being a Pee Wee football team at the freaking movie theater. So couldn't agree more. I'm on your side here, Mikey. I, uh, but I, I, <laughs> the Jersey conversation. There were a few good points. That I wanted to to, I I I agree with you. If you're going to a sports bar and you're going to watch a game, a jersey is acceptable. I will say though, I think there is an age. I think there's a cutoff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think there's my no way. I think it's like forty. I think once you reach a certain age, jerseys should not be in your closet. Like. If you want to put them in there because you've had them for so long and they can kind of sit back there, that's fine. I just think there's a cutoff. I just don't think it's allowed after, like, I just seeing like a six, like, I think, and I don't mean to make fun of your dad, but your dad at the age of 50 or whatever he was wearing a Chad Pennington jersey to a movie, like, what are we doing? Like, it's like, represented. Like, you're telling you me you're not going to gonna look at age 60. You're going to look to rock a beautiful throwback Eli Manning jersey, no. maybe a Super Bowl patch no, on no. it. You have wear... season tickets and you're bringing your kids to MetLife Stadium to watch the game. You wouldn't rock like a throwback or a player you appreciated throughout your childhood or your prime when watching? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think this goes, I think, I think this goes back to my dad 
because my dad is always like, and I think I've said this on the show is like, he gets up in the morning and like, he immediately puts on clothes that are like appropriate for anywhere. Not, not saying like, like a polo or button up, like that's not what he's doing. He's putting on like, um, like work pants or something that he can go out and do. And whenever we went to games and I grew up going to giant games, like he wore either like a giant sweatshirt or like a giant jacket, like a nice, like almost like Letterman jacket, you know, like a nice, like, you know, something that looks okay, but doesn't make you look like you're a five-year-old. And that's how, that's how I always grew up. And like, I really, like I said, I wore jerseys, but like a lot of times I was wearing like a giant sweatshirt, giant t-shirt. So like, if you're going to go out in public and support your team, totally cool with that. Throw on a nice half zip. Like I have a nice Vineyard Vines Giants half zip. Like that thing is nice. I look nice. I'm supporting my team. I don't look like a fool. Like that's just, I think that's just the way to go, Mikey. And it's just different levels of class. Or as Jay-Z says, you know, you can pay for school, but you can't buy class. Yeah. So and I, I guess I have the class. the classy route. <laughs> um, I'm going to disagree again. I, I still feel you can be classy with some of these beautiful Mitchell throwbacks. Maybe they got some nice jerseys out there that still come with some class. So I yes think you're and no, I think, it's way, pro- I think I can feel it. I can feel a you a little bit. I can feel you. Well, Go as I told that movie theater story, you are kind of looking back on it and you're like, <laughs> yeah, like that's just not appropriate. And like, but- I can totally see you guys with like the, it's like oversized. Like it doesn't fit you guys. It's like down to your knees and I can just picture your dad. And like, that's what I keep coming back to. Like, how old are you in this story? Uh, we were in ninth grade, I think. Okay. So you're like 16 years old. Right? Yeah. Around that age. My brother's so, probably 18. I'm about 15. Okay. So you wearing a Jersey, I'm not going to like, like what I said, cutoff was 15. So you're yeah, still, yeah, I'm right you're still good. You're still good for wearing Oof. it. I can just picture your dad and nothing against your dad. Your dad's a nice guy. I've met him a few times in like a Jersey. That's like, you know, halfway down to his knees <laughs> Like the the sleeves go down below like his, his oh, way past elbows. elbows. Yeah, and it just looks terrible. Like it's <laughs> not something you should wear in public. So uh well, well he didn't have to. We never got out of the car. <laughs> that's so true, that's true. <laughs> we Thank avoided, God for that. avoided yeah. getting uh judged. Yeah, ridiculed. <laughs> uh that's funny. Um <laughs> oh well um what else is going on, man? I um I did have a um a topic that I wanted to, to ask you about because I, uh, I keep seeing this stuff on, on TikTok and I know you're not on TikTok, but I keep seeing this like reoccurring theme. And I think like on TikTok, obviously the more you watch something, the more you get it. Right. So it's like anything, you know, um, and they have a lot of like paranormal activity stuff on TikTok and like dark web videos and like weird shit. Right. Are you talking so, about like the Tesla that is like driving through a graveyard and then I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's creepy, dude. So like in a Tesla, you know, it shows you when people are around the car. So they're in a cemetery. Oh, no, no. Yeah, uh, they're in a cemetery just driving through it and the camera just starts panning. And then you see there's nobody there. But if you look at the screen, there's like bodies people. moving. Yeah, Yo, so it, I got to yeah. check that and out. They're like, Does it, I'll send it to you. So you don't know if like you're looking at ghosts or souls or whatever. It's creepy, though. Yo, that's really creepy. So yeah, a lot of these like videos are like um, people with... Um, you know, like, um, I don't know what, what cameras in their house. Like you have a, what do you, what, do you, what is your called? The ring or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got the ring outside. We yeah, got yeah. a few inside to watch yeah, the yeah, cat yeah. when we're not home. Right. Yeah. So those type of things. So like baby monitors and things like that. Right. So, and then like, they see like doors, you know, open and close or, um, even like little like things that cross the, 
the the path of the camera that are like what the hell is that like why did that or something moving um or even i've seen this one um where it's like a lady that like videotapes um like the woods like that's like across the street from her and there's like just like this always this like shadow there and it like comes and goes really like who knows if any of this shit is true you know like when you watch this stuff you're like i don't is this actually happening in front of me or like are people like I don't know, fudging this stuff. Right. And what, so what is your, I guess, what is your, like, like when you watch the Tesla video, like what, what's your belief of this? Because I question, because I I think think I go back and forth. Like it's like the ghost question, right? It's like the ghost question. Like, do you believe in ghosts or like, um, I don't know. Like, like, you know, how like people see, like if you go to like a haunted house, like a real haunted house, right. Where someone was like murdered or died or whatever, like there's always they use those like weird um i don't even know what they are they're almost like the like they're it's like a machine that picks up like the energy around and like it spikes when there's you know you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i don't know what they're called i i don't I, you probably don't either but like no ghost gadgets yeah it's called ghost gadgets for so so people know what the hell we're talking about yeah um but they no, like these ghost spike. gadgets are wild yeah, yeah they like spike and you're like wait or like in mental institutions that are like abandoned like it's just wild and like i I, I get stuck on these things and I watch because I'm like so intrigued by it. Um, and then I'm like, and then of course that leads to me like being like, all right, like what's, is there something happening in my house? Cause we have a baby monitor and like, not that I have ever seen something. And like, sometimes you see like little lights go by, but it's usually like a bug at night or something. Right. But in my right. mind, I'm like, yo, that's yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Did I just see something? Right. So I guess what's your, what's your belief in this stuff? Because I, I, I think I like, I would want to believe it, but like I have a hard time really wrapping my head around that stuff. I'm a believer. <laughs> absolutely. That there's paranormal activity, ghost spirits. I'm all in on it. Uh, I don't know if it's because I was scarred from a child. My dad um, was babysitting us. My mom left for the evening and he put on Halloween. And I think I was like eight years yo, old. That's so, the scariest movie. I, yo, speak. I'm, I got to jump in real quick. Yeah. That movie frightened me for years. years when i when i was little i watched halloween h2o whenever that came out which was like i don't know the year 2000 or something right yeah scared the living hell out of me mike myers scared uh, over jason over freddy cougar hands down hands down he's close. the best villain scariest of them all uh even though he never moves past one mile per hour he's still the scariest <laughs> motherfucker to, to exist <laughs> every time every time he knows how to do it he's an efficient walker and i'm all about that <laughs> But my dad showed me that when I was like eight years old, freaked out, had to sleep with the hall light on for four months straight. Yeah. Um, never watched another horror movie for a long time. So from then on, I think I've always kind of tried to be a little in tune with how creepy this shit is. And then the movie that really set me over the top with nightmares was uh, The Ringer, where, where the freaking ba- the, the little girl comes crawling out of the TV. The Ring. The Ring. Or The yeah. Ring. Yeah. yeah what did yeah, I call yeah. it? The ringer. <laughs> yeah, same shit. Um, the so ring, the, dude, the ring is creepy as hell. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. And I saw that in theaters and somebody fucked me so good and like reached back and grabbed my ankle. They were in the row in front of me. Oh. Ugh, and just dude, sent me know, to a loud screech and scream. It was bad. I think we saw, I don't know if you're with us. It, it might have been actually before we were friends, maybe, but um, paranormal activity or maybe, were you there for that? Uh, no. I refuse so we, to go. You guys we, all went to the theaters to yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we all no, went. Count me yeah, out. I was going to say, I don't, I don't remember you being there, but I think I remember Ben being there. And um, I don't know, our friends like Spiro and Russo and those guys, like they know that I, I'm really jumpy 
in those movies. Like I like, I jump out of my seat, you know, I like enjoy them. Cause I love, I love that. Like being scared shitless and knowing it's not real, you know, and just like, but I jumped like crazy and I heard they were just making fun of me the whole time. Cause I'm like, I'm like Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. You know? And like, I go nuts, but that I movie, hate that. that movie. That's why I hate out. horror movies. I don't watch horror movies. Cause that's not enjoyment to me. So I don't, don't want to feel that miserable during a movie. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm out on horror movies now. Like yeah. I, when I see them on TV, I'm always like, ah, I did enjoy that, but like, nah, I'm good. Like I remember I went through a phase of watching like really scary and creepy movies. Um, with, with with my buddy Vinny, who you know, and we used to watch like every weekend. We would like sit down and try to watch. We watch like Jeepers Creepers or like The House at the End of the Road or whatever those. Yeah, I forget what that movie's called. But um, and uh, we just went through a phase of like watching them. And dude, I, I I'll just never watch them again. Like I have no interest in doing that. But Paranormal Activity. Let's get back to that because that. Wait, quick, quick, uh, yeah, yeah. quick trivia question. Okay. Okay. Who is the lead actress in Leprechaun? In Leprechaun? Yep, remember that horror movie, Leprechaun? Yes, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, man, I, I couldn't even... I've seen that movie, but I couldn't even tell you what it's about, to be honest with you. Um, besides, it's about a leprechaun. I don't know who. Jennifer Aniston. Really? Back in 1993, before her friend's debut, she is the lead actress in that movie. Really? I, didn't, yep. I, I can't even picture it. I'm looking it up right now, because I'm like, I can't even picture what that... Yeah, fact check me. You usually need to, but uh, I'm almost a uh, billion percent positive about this. I believe one. you. I believe you. Um, yeah, but paranormal activity in general, like the movie was really freaky and freaked me out. But um, what would you say that's like in your, are you like scared of paranormal activity or is it like something that you're like uh, almost more intrigued by? You know More I mean? like, intrigued. Yeah, okay. I would I would definitely go that route because it, it's one I, I'm not going to say what's so scary about it. Like there are definitely I think some ghosts in this house. Uh, there are just random times where you're just like you feel something go by and you're like, well, <laughs> yo, come on. <laughs> and you're like, uh, OK, yeah, hopefully there was no murders that went down in this house before we moved in. But also then what solidified all that, because me and Liz talked about it all the time, we're like, did you feel that? Did you see? Did something go by in the get hallway? Yeah, dude. I got and she'll be like, "Yeah, you got to get, got to get a ghost gadget." <laughs> well, now that we got the cat, oh. so like, there's times we're laying there, and then she'll just perk up and look, and we're like, "You, Nacho, you saw it too. You felt it too, right?" Yo, and uh, that just solidified it that yeah, we got some shit going down in here. Pets are the way. Pets are like the that freaks me out when when Nash and Ollie like I don't know unexpectedly get up now i have to say they're so dumb that like i really don't trust them <laughs> with anything like ollie look and i'm surprised he hasn't done it. like right now he's crying next to me and i don't know if you can hear him um for no reason like just for no reason and or no i actually i think i, I think his ball is under the bed so he just is like you know dad you know but yeah, i'm like, he's sad oh. because he sees a bed and he's reminded he still doesn't have one <laughs> <laughs> He's such a jerk. <laughs> uh, no, but like they bark at nothing, you know? And it's like, like I told you the other night, <laughs> he woke us up barking at nothing. So like when it's like the boy who cried wolf, like when things actually are, happen, hopefully never, you know, but if something happened, like I wouldn't believe him barking. So, but um, yeah, but pets are definitely a, uh, a, a, they, I feel like they can feel that or like they're a good indicator if something's happening around you. So that leads me to this. <clears throat> what, what would you classify as your, and we'll, maybe we'll do a list here, your top five scariest things? 
Oh man, that's a loaded question. Right. Like, like what are you five? Like, what are you most scared of? Because like you could go, like, I feel like there's so many routes you could go. Um, where you could go like like I don't know, like I'm scared of like snakes or, or spiders, but like that's not that's kind of not what I mean. I mean like just scared shitless or like where you think your life is at danger. Now are we talking like <laughs> like diseases where well, like, no, every time no, I feel no. a body ache, I'm like, that's cancer. No, 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 let's not go down that route because yes, that is like the scariest thing I would say. Yes. Uh, uh, let me, let me just throw some out there to you and see if you agree with me. How would we do okay, that? I like that. I like that. Okay. And these are just kind of funny. Like they're kind of like, I don't think you would think of them if, if, um, if you had to come up with them. Okay. It's number oh. one calling customer service. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's such a great call. Because that I dread and I'm scared of that every time. You don't yeah. know what route it's going. <laughs> Watching the Mets, maybe. Uh... <laughs> Not this year. I can't wait. One o'clock, baby. There's spring training game on SNY. Um, okay, so <clears throat> most, so a lot of these have a theme to them, and the theme is at night. <laughs> so, like, okay. if this happened at night, because I think during the day, I would like, I wouldn't care, but at night immediately it makes it scary okay so like clowns right during the day not scared of them at all at yeah. night fuck no <laughs> mm, yeah it's funny clowns don't do anything for me that, that doesn't scare me okay. i could see a clown wandering and remember we had to deal with this shit at hofstra when we were yeah. getting emails that there were a bunch of clowns walking around with machetes so it was like don't leave <laughs> that would scare you and that was night? a real fucking email that we received there are clowns walking around with machetes do not leave the dorm um please do not walk to the bar alone so I don't know. That doesn't even scare me. It's like, dude, you're that embarrassed with the, how you look. You got to put on a clown suit to try to kill somebody. <laughs> Get over yourself. You're a joke. Okay. That's a, that's towards the bottom of my list. I just uh, clowns. I thought I'd mention. I'm, I was interested in on your clown take because I feel like clowns are very like either people hate them and scared shitless of them or they're like, whatever. It's just a clown. Yeah. <clears throat> the ocean. Scary that place. I am scared of. The ocean is a scary fucking place. I right? don't really go into the water at all whenever <laughs> I'm at the beach. And that's, I think, a different conversation because once I found out it's a public toilet bowl, that grossed me out even more and how comfortable people are to share with you that like, oh, yeah, I just pissed standing right yeah, next to you in the water. The oh. ocean is so like, it, it, like... You don't have to try to defend it. I've had this okay. conversation okay. my whole damn life and I okay. don't understand how people are so comfortable with, ah, but the salt and the, the way the move, the water is always yeah. open. The ocean yeah. huge. The chances of you, you know, sitting in my piss right now is slim to none. There's still a chance and I don't want to do it. So, <laughs> okay. I, and then you got to sit the rest of the afternoon at the beach with a piss stained inlined bathing suit. Awful. But anyway, so I'm not crazy about going into the water. The things that you can't see through it. Like I went in uh, a little bit when we were in Nice in, uh, in the South of France, okay. visiting there in the so Mediterranean like that's a, nice place a little to go bit. Swimming. Yeah. It was. So that's different though. Cause it's clear water. I can see my toes at the bottom. I know I don't have, I'm not stepping through seaweed and jellyfish and you know, somebody else's urine. Right. Okay. Fair. I, I the depth, uh, the depth of the, of the ocean scares the shit out of me. Um, I'm going to kill this dog in the background. <laughs> well, I think he's pretty scared of the ocean as well. I do think he's scared of the ocean, Mike, but um, yeah, the depth of the ocean scares me and just the size of it. And like what we really don't know about the ocean, like that, that is freaky to me. Yeah. Um, like when whenever all the I animals see, in it. Yeah. Like whenever I see like um, divers um, go down like below depth that like there's no light or um, 
you know, like when they're like searching a uh, a wreckage or something, the like Titanic. that's yeah, that stuff. Like when I'm watching that, I'm freaked out. I'm like, what's what's gonna come out of nowhere? Like, and I'm not talking a shark. You know, like sharks are scary enough. I'm talking like, I don't know. Yeah, I, underwater I feel like four-eyed, yeah. seven-legged. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, who knows what's coming at you? Exactly. Um, and also, yeah, then relying on gas tanks or, or yeah. air tanks yeah. that you have to breathe and rely on that kind of technology for air supply. My ge- my, nope. My guess is you've never been scuba diving. Never. That's not something I'll ever do. I got no desire. So I did it in, in college. Like I got credit for it, which is ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, that's, almost, that's more outrageous than my history of comedy class. I took. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Um, I actually got four credits for it too. Not even three. I got more than the average class. Um, but yeah. So we did that and actually um, it was really cool, but yeah, it's scary. Like we went in, we went and dove in a, a quarry. Um, that's like that, like they built or whatever they, they filled the quarry with water and like, um, put like wreckages in there, like boats. And uh, there's a bus in there and a plane, like just so you can explore, but it was really dark. It was not like at when we went and I was freaked out. Like I, not because of what I thought was in there, but more of like, to your point, like relying on, a gas tank and like i don't know because there's so many bad things that can happen um but anyways moving on but yes ocean scary yep right same page there for sure i think space is that way as well absolutely i was but, just about to say it's like a 1a and 1b there however i'm not as scared of space as what? i well no i am but the realistic the realisticness of me going to space is so like beyond me and that's not a word I know. Realisticness. Realisticness. <laughs> works. I, I approve yeah. it. You, you know what definitely I'm saying. Fit into my vocabulary. Yeah, I would yeah. use that all the time. But I don't know now with Elon Musk, uh, no, you know, I, pushing for this, and it seems like he's going to start setting up uh, some HOV lanes straight to space. I so heard there's a hotel or something. Being, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, being built. But my, I guess my point is like I swim in the ocean. I go on boats. Like this is something I do. Right. I swim. I. I. You can fly over the ocean. Right all these things exist. Whereas like going to space is really not like, that's not going to happen to me anytime soon. So I guess that's where I'm not scared of space, but space is space is scary as shit, man. Like there's, there's other things out there that we have no idea about. And that's obvious. Yep. All right. I think, I think Mike, you're going to like this one or not like it buried alive. Like that, that gave me like the anxiety already. Like when you're watching game of Thrones and Jon Snow's at the bottom of that pile during the battle of the bastards, like you feel your chest just start to hurt. Have you seen that being buried alive or suffocating? Oh my God. Um, Yeah. That's it. That's a legit huge fear that gives instant anxiety, heart pounding, chest hurts. Not good. Not good combinations. Have you seen the movie buried with Ryan Reynolds? No. Yeah, it's about being buried alive. It's Sounds like awful. The whole movie takes place in his the casket, I guess, underground. Oh my god, Ryan Reynolds for a whole movie just stuck yes. in a claustrophobic yes. tiny it's little the, box underground. It's the only thing that you see. Yeah, the that's entire horrible. Movie. Nope, um, definitely never watching that. Okay, so buried alive, definitely up there, right? Uh, and this gets back to uh, so I think those ones: the ocean, buried alive, space, all very scary. Um, and then things that like we mentioned before, like run down abandoned buildings at night or like mental institutions that are abandoned. That stuff scares me because of kind of the paranormal stuff. That's when we right. get into the paranormal world of like not knowing what's going on around you and like having no control over that. Like that freaks me out a little bit. And all this at night. 
If I'm yep, doing it during yep. the day. No, I feel you. That's at night. Good. Yeah. It's funny. Actually, I finally watched Shutter Island um, oh, yeah, because okay. I've been putting it off for forever because obviously Ben Jones ruined the ending for me. It's still, even with knowing the ending. Oh, it's a great was movie. was a phenomenal, man. awesome movie. So it's, hard, really it's hard to wrap that. your head around, right? It's not an yeah. easy movie. So even if you know the ending, wrapping your head around what's actually going on is is a tough thing to do. Like it's right. not, uh, you could watch a movie five times and still not understand what the hell is going on. So yeah, um, no, really good, really good movie. Uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, so that's that's my that's my my scared shitless stuff. That's what I'm going with. The other um, um, the other one I was gonna say is like. Are you scared of are are you scared of like spiders and snakes and stuff like that stuff? Uh, yeah, snakes. Yeah, spiders not as much. Um, okay. Spiders, you know, you just crush them, just just yeah. squish them with a little toilet paper tissue. If I'm being if I'm being honest, Allison smushes all the spiders in our house. Does she? So yeah. I, it's funny. I probably used to be more scared of them than I am now. Now it's just like you see those the palmetto bugs, like. Those pop up all the time, but once you realize how easy they are just to kill and crush, get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. Snakes are a different story. Yeah. Uh, we opened the garage door. There was like a snake out there. I ran right back in. <laughs> so, uh, snakes, I'm with you on. I hate snakes. Um, and especially down here, there's a shit ton of them, apparently. Yeah. I don't see them that much, which is very nice here in Raleigh. But like my mom was freaking out when they were moving to the house because like the builder was like, oh, yeah, this is watch out this area. Probably a lot of snakes will hang out under the pine straw. And she's like, what? We have to move. Um, so like, yeah, I, I don't do snakes. I don't want to, but yeah, spiders, palmetto bugs, crush them, move on. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that, uh, that does it for paranormal activity and, and being scared shitless. Um, make sure you talk- look up the Tesla video. Yeah, I will, man. That, that has me really interested. I love that shit, man. <laughs> um, I just love, I get caught with that stuff. Just watch, like, just, just watching and watching and like trying to figure out like if it's real a, or if like something's happening that I'm not seeing, you know, like just trying to like really digest and dissect what's going on. But uh, yeah, let's talk some, let's talk some sports. A lot has gone down recently. Yeah. man. So it was awesome. JJ Watt. I'm sure you saw he signed with the Cardinals reuniting to his boy Hopkins. He got a nice two year, $31 million contract. So curious to see what he does back out in Arizona. I know you embarrassed horn, which was great when he was like, that's a lot of money for somebody who can't stay on the field. Uh, the guy played 16 games last year. Yeah. He is still producing and still a legitimate good player on that defensive line. So I think he's going to help Arizona. Now I can, you know, nice little transition here. I can see why Russell Wilson's potentially looking to get out of that division with yeah. some of those defensive lines. But that was an interesting story. I'm sure you saw it where, you know, he like asked for a trade, but he didn't ask for a trade, but he gave teams he would be willing to accept a trade too. So it's a, that's a weird story going on over there. Yeah. Uh, First on JJ Watt, um, I definitely was surprised about him signing in Arizona. Not, I don't, definitely not on my radar. Not that I was like dissecting where I think he would go, but um, yeah, I, I mean, the, the, he's definitely been injured in years, but like the whole idea that he doesn't play, like he, that's kind of BS. Like he's like, he, he had some big injuries, but I wouldn't say he's like this injury prone player. Like he's had legit injuries. It's not like he had like a nagging, foot that he just couldn't get you know what i mean like it's turf toe yeah exactly like i wouldn't say he's injury prone and um and listen they're gonna they're gonna rotate him in and out a lot like the, he's gonna be fine down there will he play all 16 games i don't know but like I, it, for the cardinals man i don't i still don't i'm not convinced the cardinals are like a super bowl contender though i, I are, are you because i don't especially in that division i just don't see it no I, I agree with you and i think it's one um 
is Cliff Kinsbury even a good coach? Like, how did this guy <laughs> even get the job? You look at what he did at Texas Tech. They were never like a powerhouse or a really good team. No. So it's no. like, okay, I guess he can maybe scheme up a good offense. I don't know. Cardinals offense didn't really blow me away last year when you have Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and a ton of weapons there. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm I kind agree. of with you. I think the Cardinals are consistently going to be a team where you're going to always hear about them leading up to a season of like, watch the team that's going to be Kyler Murray this is year. Going to, yeah. yeah. Yeah, breakout years for this player and this guy. The Cardinals can really turn some heads and surprise, and they're going to go their typical eight and eight, nine, seven, around 500. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're going to beat a good team here and there that people are going to be like, is this the time? And then they're going to lose three straight and you're going to be like, no, it's not. They suck. So they had, they had a stretch last year where they were pretty terrible, and then they played the Giants and that changed. But like, they, uh, to your point, like, it's not like they're, their offense is like unbelievable. Their offense is, is really good because Kyler Murray runs around like a crazy man and makes plays. Like it's similar to like, again, you're Russell Wilson, right? Like they're off. If I'm Russell Wilson though, I, I kind of, and I hate this. I hate this about the NFL. I hate it about every sport of just like demanding trades and getting out of places. And like, mm-hmm. we don't really know if he's doing that, but um, I'd want out of that division. That division's really freaking good now. I mean, <laughs> the Rams, I mean, the Rams, we talked about this a long time ago when Stafford was traded, like the Rams are really good and the Niners are going to be back and be really good. Like, yep. so I, but I hate I hate what's happening with Deshaun Watson. I hate what's happening now with Russell Wilson. I just think it's it's so bad for the league to get guys in certain places and then after they sign a huge extension like like Watson and listen, the Watson scenario is a little bit different because obviously that organization is terrible. But like you're just you're just gonna say, oh, I want out after you just signed for a ton of money. Like that, that's so. So is it is it bad? for the sport or is it bad for the league when it generates how many conversations? I mean, if you put on sports center or any, yeah. well, any I don't program think it's, well, you're discussing right. I don't think sports, it's... all they're doing is talking about the NFL right now and where some of these players are going to go. So, and I think they're taking this from the NBA because the NBA seems like they're the ones that, um, not yeah, like invented, but, but like yeah. Harden and Anthony Davis ah, I mean, yeah. started all this where it's just a player's like, Nope, I'm going to go here. I'm going to form. And I'm going to play with these guys. I don't give a shit about my contract. I'm going to tell you where I want to go play. And then, well, so I think it's great for like, for, for talking and like for media and people will talk about on sports center and on first take, like, yeah, it's really good for that. But like getting guys out of, I think cities that um, like if Russell Wilson goes to the Cowboys, like he, and <laughs> I know the Cowboys have been pretty irrelevant for so long, but like, and that would probably, be, that'd probably be good for the league if Russell Wilson went to the Cowboys, if, if I'm being honest. But I mean, like you're taking away cities that like, have a chance. And I think the NBA is like the perfect, perfect example of like Anthony Davis, right? He's in, in a small town, right. Or a small city, lower market. And then says, I don't want to be here anymore. Right. And then goes yeah. to LA. And, and then what the- does the NBA do? They give him the first pick and they give him Zion. Cause they right. can't lose all of yeah. that viewership and fan base. But it's crazy so, though. Right. Like, yep. and, and then like Houston Harden's like, Hey, I want out of Houston. I mean, I know Houston's a big market, but like, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't like that concept. It just sounds so like, I, I don't know. You can't do it in any other industry, right? You can't like if you sign a contract. Although how cool would that be? Like, yeah, you're like, I want out. 
They'd be like, but just okay, imagine, you're fired. I mean, <laughs> I was going like, to say, essentially, I guess we can do that in industry. It's called quitting and then finding a new job. But anyway, imagine like just coming into the office and then one day, like your manager calls you and he's like, hey, we're shipping you to Utah. We picked up a, a, three, a four, <laughs> we picked up four SDRs for you. We needed to really get younger in the sales team and this. And you're just like, oh, okay. And boom, what, what do you do? Up and going? Or you say, like no, <laughs> I'm denying that trade. But uh, how cool would that I'll sit be? out for a year. I'll sit yeah, out I'm for gonna, a year. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm going to sit out, take my commissions and, uh, you know, we'll see we'll see what happens next year i want to go to california i want to go to texas yeah, yeah. work out a deal with some of the oil companies down there i'll lead those <laughs> orgs but that would be just a cool little wrinkle to add to uh real life i like that idea mikey a lot i do uh, it's just uh, yeah at the end of the day I, I don't love it um and, and the more and more it happens i think that means more and more teams will become less relevant right like if russell wilson leaves seattle i mean the seahawks I would are- love it you would I love it? Would why? Love it. Why? Because Jamal Adams after oh, pushing oh, yeah. him out yeah. of New York, yeah. and true. then he's all he's doing is tweeting him and his boy Ross and the championships they're about to win. And the second he gets there, they lose in the first round, and then Ross bounces and they go through a rebuild while the Jets maybe go get a little Deshaun Watson or somebody. Oh, it sick. would make me the happiest person ever to see him demand a trade, work his way out of New York, get to Seattle where he said there's constant championship contenders every year and watch them have to go through a rebuild. I would love that would be yeah, that would be uh, quite uh, quite great for you Jet fans. Karma. I, I yeah, and I'm not a fan of him either. Like I just he's such a he's he, but that's again exactly what we're just talking about, right? Like he demanded out of New York. Right. To go to a contender. Like what I don't know. I just hate that concept. But speaking of New York, Mikey, we got we got some excitement going. Go like, New York, go New York, go, go, go New York, go, go New York, go, New York, go. go. I, like climbing those standings. I feel like we've been like a little bit on a roller coaster here. Like we were we we built the Knicks up and then we're kind of brought back down to reality of like, eh. And now we're the four seed, baby. I mean, are you kidding me? The four seed and not stopping anytime soon. Dude, this they team, look legit. That's the most enjoyable part. Watch the game against the Pacers. Way to close that out and win it. That was an awesome game. We were texting back and forth during. And then who did they just beat the shit out of last night or two nights ago? Detroit, right? Yeah, Detroit. Taking care of business. Get there to the Motor City. Send them packing. And let's come home with I another I got the w. Spurs upcoming and then the Pistons again. So, you know, if they lose the Spurs, not a big deal. But you got to take care of this. Dude. I was listening to Emmanuel quickly on um, the Michael K show the other day um, yesterday, actually, I think. And quickly was talking about just the team. Dude. I love that kid, man. He is, I, I think he's, he's the real deal, man. And that's not saying anything surprising. Like he's played so well, but he just seems like he has a good attitude. Finally, we get a guy, you know, who, and I know we, we talked about this Mitchell Robinson, great pick. He's been hurt, but like quickly is, I think can develop into a stud, man. Like he yep. is that, and he can shoot, man. He can shoot, which is so big. And them putting up 140 the other night was, I, I don't know, it's promising, right? Because they, uh, I think looking at this year, like they're great defensively. They can hang with anybody because their defense, um, but their offense, like they can't really shoot very well. And he, if he shoots well, man, like this team is. I don't know, man. I got expectations now. I mean, how do you not? We're a top four team in the East. And yeah, 500 though, which is funny above 500, but that's where it's not. That's the East. And also New York won't survive the Knicks 
winning a championship. I mean, these videos <laughs> of everybody dancing in the streets because they're game over 500 is awesome. But the excitement is real. And this is just the reality of fan bases. Brooklyn, you don't hear anything about them. They don't have a fan base, yeah. which is why it's hilarious that that's exactly why Durant and Kyrie wanted to go there. Okay. They can try and be a good team, not deal with any media pressure, or deal with any pressure um, pretty much at all from their own fan base. They got to deal with it from the national media, but who cares? Yeah. The Knicks just, it's such a different buzz and energy around this team. It's, there's the more energy Knicks, around the Knicks at 18 and 17 or whatever. I think that's the record. Yep. Versus a 22 and 13 or 23 and 13 Nets team who has uh, three stars. Updated standings. Are they still that? Oh, yeah, 23 and 13. Okay, I'll shut up. Yeah, yeah 23 and 13. Their last 10. Yeah, they're no, listen, they're sick, but like, you're right, though. No one cares. Like, no. New York is about the Knicks, man. And it's crazy. It's all you hear about. First time, first time at this point in the year that they're over 500 since 2013, which is pretty wild. <laughs> that was eight it's years so ago. So pathetic. pathetic. And it's, it's not like, it's not like they're, 30 and 29 you know they're 18 and 17 like we're we're what a third of the way through the season or whatever it is which yeah is well sad. this is a shortened year so we're almost yeah. halfway yeah true true halfway now baby i think uh, realistically like expectations i guess what are your what are your realistic expectations like where do you think they like slot in here in the east i think they slot into this four or five seed and we have a battle of a first round matchup i think they advance and then get back wow. in the second round wow. but i uh, think we're gonna see the knicks win a playoff series this year really i think well yep. listen, if they get the four or five that means they're probably playing like toronto which i would love that matchup beat the shit out of toronto um, like that, that's what i mean the team the, who you need to avoid boston i think boston you see them in the first round in like a four or five matchup yeah. a three six matchup yeah. i don't think it's gonna go too well well, Milwaukee, you know, you don't, you want to stay away from Milwaukee. I, I don't want to play Milwaukee. Like I, I know they're, I, I think the Knicks would get probably crushed by Milwaukee for being honest. Mm, yeah. Um, not Greek freaks and animal, but Nets, outside of Nets. Milwaukee, I mean, dude, Miami, bring it on yeah, right Miami. now. We'll play but, some but good again, team that, defense against We got to be in the four or five. You have to be in right. the four or five to get there. But even if we're not, we fall a little lower and say, you know, the Sixers fall in the standings. Bring on fucking <laughs> the Sixers. Are you kidding me? You Clode up the paint because Ben Simmons can't hit a shot past the elbow. And I don't even know if he can hit that shot. Joel Embiid is playing out of his mind. He's playing an MVP caliber type season. But give us our size and our team defense down on him. Um, I think it'd be a fun matchup. I mean, yeah, Sixers win? Probably. Am I going to be tuned in and rooting for the Knicks? Hell yes. So I hope that's the type of matchup we're looking at. I really, the only teams, like you said, in the East that I want to avoid is Boston, Milwaukee. Bring on the fucking Nets. I want to yeah. play them so badly. That would be I sick. hope that's the second round matchup because, and then we got some fans back in the arena. So you can hear the Barclays silent and you can hear the garden buzzing. Actually, the Barclays will be packed, but it's going to be all in orange and blue. And it's yeah, going to be it's fantastic. True. True. Knicks fans. Yeah. No, that, that, um, listen, I think they're, they're, uh, I think they're actually a solid team. I, I, I like, I, I'm willing to say now whatever, 33 games in that they are a solid team, like, or 35 games in. Well, and I think it's one we, you know, the talent on paper, we were kind of like, there's going to be a lot of growing pains here. They're going to have to work through a lot. Shooting could be question mark. But when you have a team just bought in and playing a coach's brand of style basketball that they are with dibs and defense first, moving the ball, you can beat anybody, man. And, you know, of course, comes playoff time. You want that big three or who's going to have the ball for the last shot as it gets late in the game. We're seeing players who can take that role on, though. 
between Julius Randle for sure, who has been an all-star and he's shown he can continue to carry a team on his shoulders. RJ Barrett's continuously getting better at getting to the rim and finishing with contact. His outside jumper has gotten better. And like we said, our boy quickly, he can shoot, he can get to the line. He doesn't miss free throws. Derek Rose and Derek facilitating yeah, from dude. the point. Um, it's just a lot of fun pieces to watch all coming together and working well. So the buzz is real. I mean, the fact that you got them, Islanders hockey, oh, these are two, and then baseball right around the corner with Mets I and Yankees. I, know, I would dude. say Rangers, of course, you know, still going to stay pumped and excited about the Rangers. They got still that really good young team. I know the game against Boston, Boston got a little redemption based on uh, after Rangers gave them a, a good beat down last week but Highlanders back tonight we play uh we play the devils we got an easy march coming up and i say that and i want to knock on wood but they got a schedule of the devils and the sabers i think of their next eight games you gotta win seven of those win seven of those yeah, i mean that's asking a lot but that's, separate that's... yourself in these standings because they went tonight they're back in first place i think um they have games in hand though so that's why it's like win these games against the devils in buffalo right so pittsburgh's been a pain in the ass to us this year um well speaking of of march um i think next week we're gonna get into a little march madness not not really preview stuff but just maybe not maybe we're going to have hammer time hammer time will return on friday with um with mike giving his picks uh because hofter kicks off their CAA tournament, which obviously we're really pumped about on Sunday against Delaware. Um, looking to, to win another CAA tournament, man, and make it back to the dance last year, obviously was hugely upsetting for all us Hofstra alum. Ridiculous. Um, they're the, talk through that depression a little bit. I mean, like, I don't even want to even back happen. to that, man. Oh, you're right, you're we've right. been waiting for that for so long. 20 years. We've been, we've been so close with so many good players and NBA players and, and finally, we get there. Um, but listen, they got a chance to the four seed. They've played pretty well this year. But anyways, Mike will have a, uh, a preview, a hammer time, and we'll get into it. And we'll also talk about college basketball, Mike, because I don't know about you. Yeah. Um, I used to I used to be such a huge fan of college basketball, and it's really dropped off, especially the last year. And I think COVID probably has something to do with that. But I feel like just in general, college basketball, no one really cares about anymore. And it's that's a weird point you brought up because I agreed. And I don't know if it's just unique this year based on COVID, like you said, or down here, Duke and UNC kind of suck. So there, there's just a lot less buzz around it. But me personally, I mean, March Madness is probably my favorite event of the year. I haven't watched a single game. Yeah. I don't know I, who the hell is going to be good or win. I, Gonzaga, I think, is still the top yeah. seed. Well, um, apparently, it's been like, weird. Gonzaga has had an unbelievable year. I mean, I don't, I haven't really been following, but they've like, they're about to break like UCLA's record of most, you know, games won in a row and they've won by 10 for like 21 straight games, something crazy. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you, man. I'm like, I, I'm not dialed in in college basketball. I feel like no one is. It's just a strange, um, Again, I don't know if it's a strange year or it's more of like a trend of what's to come because, dude, I love March Madness. It's literally the best thing of the year. And uh, But without knowing anything, like I'm going to struggle this year making picks just because I'm like, or, I, don't, I don't know who's good or I'm going to nail You're going to be that much yeah. better now because yeah, how, exactly. how many people oh win God, the office changing. pools because yeah. they go by just the mascot or something like that? How many times yeah. you change like your eight, nine game? Yeah. Like, dude, well, I, I think Minnesota is going to beat 
um <laughs> you know yeah. i don't know dayton but like dayton could oh and with royce round. jr coming off the bench that's a real good uh you yeah. know matchup for there on those second units i'm going back to dayton yeah yeah, yeah you exactly. overthink it completely you read the cbs like you know matchup yeah. and then you go to the espn one and it has like the other it swings the other way yeah no it's it's funny. It's the it's literally the best. Um, hey, Mike, maybe we'll do a uh, little you won't pool. Absolutely, we are. So it was great when we were kids. Me and my brother, we would fill them out when it would come in the newspaper. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. Right and after Selection on my Sunday. Wall, man. I, yes. Yeah. Yep. So we'd we'd get two newspapers. It was uh, the the middle folding, whatever. Yeah. We'd fill them out. We'd put them up on the wall, and you would get for the first round twenty five cents for every game you got right. Next round, like a dollar. Next, then two, five, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Keep going up. Um, so it was, and it was just head-to-head battles. Whoever won the most games, then you add up the pot, how much money you won, and they would have to pay him. So that was a fun little contest Dude, that's, that's we used great. to do growing up. Maybe we'll, uh, me and you are gonna have me to do you. one for the you yeah. won't. Absolutely, definitely. Me, me and you will have a separate competition, and then maybe we'll do a a bigger pool with all our friends and, and get people involved. But yeah, dude, that brings back so much memory. I used to do the same thing. I hung it up in the back of my door, filled out the bracket. Dude, that was uh man. Those are the days, huh? Like, that, like just are. like, you know, you had to do it in the newspaper or like print it out, you know, and now it's just like, everything's on online, but yeah, no, you just fill uh, out right from your phone and move on yeah. to the next activity. <laughs> yeah, oh, or speaking to the next of activities. phone activity. <laughs> Uh oh, dude! Oh, yo, we gotta get it. This okay. I was gonna end the I was gonna end the oh. episode, and this is a little bonus for the listeners. So if you want to tune out, go for it. But this conversation needs to happen. So sorry, we're going a little long today, but we're gonna keep going. No, it was really bad. This was a low moment for me. It was one I I thought I was right in tune with everybody else. I, I thought I was a very average Joe here in terms of my phone activity, screen time. So me and Liz, uh, I, I was getting on Liz. I was like, come on, come on. You're on your phone a little too much. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, get that off. And then we're at dinner and I pull it up. I think I was texting with you during it too. And I was like, yeah, you know, like last week I averaged around, you know, seven hours and 58 minutes of, you know, screen time. I was like, you know, not, not bad. And she was like, oh, wow, that's high. I was like, yeah, right. That's not high. I was like, compared to you, yours is probably like 10 hours. She pulls it up and it was three hours. So I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm more than double your time. That's weird. Like, I mean, to be fair to you, so let me be, let's be fair to you though. Like you're home all day. She has like, she's goes to a job that she like has to, I'm guessing like pay attention to things. Like she can't just like sit there on her phone all day. Um, Whereas like you can literally be on your phone all day. Um, So I think seven hours is impressive. Like that's good. Thank you. Thank you. I I kid a little bit. My ultimate high was that uh, the 11 hours and 42 minutes. (laughs) That was the the really bad one. I think about it. You sleep for seven to eight hours. So that's literally like all day you're on your phone. Yeah, that was a really bad one. And then so I text Ben because I'm like, Ben's is probably really high. He's always texting. I feel like he's on his phone a lot. An hour and 27 minutes was his average screen time. I don't believe that. He sent me the screenshots. I couldn't believe it. 127. You were saying Allison was at like 58 minutes or something. No, right? she's, at, she's at just a little over an hour too. Oh um, but, but that was sir, just that, that day. Was... No, that was that day. She was at, I think her average is like two or three, but yeah, my average is like five and a half. And like, whenever I see that, I just, I hit it. Like I just swipe right and get rid of it. Cause I feel embarrassed by it. Um, it's more for me though. It's like at night. That's when I'm on my like during the day. I'm not on my phone that much. It's usually when I sit down after the girls go to bed at like seven thirty, and I just sit on my phone. I realize like that like two hours goes by and I haven't like 
you know, TV's on in the background. I haven't looked up, but yeah, yeah, dude, I think you need, let's, I think both of us was made a conscious effort not to, uh, not to look at our phones for that long. Cause that is a long time, man. That's no, a it long... was really bad. That was yeah. a reality. The 11 track. hours is a lot. Man. <laughs> and I think that was a day I just was going nuts on buying baseball cards. So like I was just constantly <laughs> yeah, that, searching all these Facebook groups yeah. and like searching through everything nonstop. So it was bad. I'm definitely going to be a little bit more conscious about this and put the phone in the other room. And it, it, I think what's also bad is I feel like I'm so bad at responding to people a lot of the time too. Like I'm not the best texter. I'm terrible. And usually I'm thinking it's because like, oh, well, I'm not like on my phone a lot or something like that. And then when you see statistics like that, you're like, all right, there's no excuse. Yeah. This is so bad. I'm on my phone all the time. You're, I would say, um, yeah, I, you're not the best at getting back to people, but like, I feel like for me, at least lately, we've been re- you've been really good at getting back to me, but there's definitely, I can, I can see why people maybe get upset with you that you don't get back to them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bad with it. I also, I mean, I, we, we kind of talked about this, but not really. I I'm also pretty zoomed out after work. I do yeah. a lot of zoom calls. I also, yeah. I'm in sales. So I'm constantly on the phone talking, talking with people yeah. all day. So the second work's over, sometimes I just, you know, you don't want to talk to brain people. down. Yeah. I want to yeah. put it into rest mode. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are looking at, you know, FaceTime, do this, do that. So, you know, personal problems I'll work through. Just a little, a uh, little less phone time, more human interaction time. But yeah, that's that's really all I got for today, Frankie. It was, all right, uh, Mikey. Yeah, well, have a have a great rest of your day. Um, we'll talk Friday. Uh, get prepared for Hammer Time. You got. You I got can't some, wait. Hammer Time. We got some good games coming. And you got um, some. You got some making up to do because uh, you. Excited. Last time we did this, you were uh, on the, in a tailspin. So let's let's rebound. Let's get back. The winning ways and uh yeah let's do it next time on on friday so i'll see you then let's do it baby have a great rest of the week frankie thanks again for listening to the you won't podcast please go subscribe on apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast and go follow us on instagram at you won't pod we'll talk to you soon